Like there's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. What up, our bumpin' Bettys? My name is Candace, and I'm here with my two best friends, Shannon and Candace. And welcome back to the Mom Group Chat podcast. Oh my God, the news is out. We're you're free. your own best friend. <laughs> oh, is that what I said? Yeah, you said you're here with your two best friends, Shannon and Candace. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah, I think we should just keep it. Honestly, I know. I honestly, I feel like we should leave it. Oh my Can God, I am my own best friend. Everyone. <laughs> Candace messes this up every time every she does time. it, and it's just the funniest freaking thing ever. <laughs> and you know what's crazy is I literally came today feeling like I'm so prepared to do the intro. Like, I had an idea. Like, it's the first one we're recording since announcing my pregnancy. And in our group chat yesterday, we were talking about bumps. And I was like, I got an idea. I'm ready. And I still <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> it's the I hardest part right. of the show, I think. You're it's like so in your own hard. head at this point. <laughs> you know, soon we're just going to pre-record this shit and I'm just going to be able to press play and <laughs> because I can't, I can't get it right. If we were wow. smart, we I didn't even that. realize, but I think it's well, a good lesson. Like we should all be our own best friends. Yeah. That's sweet. And Whitney, you are one of my best friends. I'm so sorry that I didn't <laughs> say your SOL. <laughs> I mean, uh, fuck my life. what's that about Candace? I'm so sorry. I love you so much. I thought it was funny. I didn't um, even hear it. I moved right into like, oh my God, we're free. We can talk about we're pregnant. I know. That's where I was no, I'm hoping like 99% to go. sure. But now I'm like, there's a seed of doubt. I'm pretty sure you said Shannon. I and probably did. I, I, in my track record will show that I will fuck it up. So oh, I, I'm sure that I said it wrong. But no, we are some bumping Bettys. I texted them. I texted Shannon and Whitney yesterday and was like, I am 12 and a half weeks. I'll be 13 weeks on Monday. And I already have a full ass baby bump. Mm-hmm. It hit you hard that, that second sh- round. It Well, for me, it happened like overnight. It felt like, like all of a sudden I woke up on Tuesday and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I have a, a bump. Like it just happened out of nowhere. And even... And one of the worst things about it is that my husband was the one who kind of was like, damn, you already have a bump. And I was like, (laughs) must you? Must you bring that up? Thank you Uh, for noticing. Yeah. I did notice, though. Like, I did not. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I have weighed myself a few times. And every time you go to the doctor, they weigh you. Mm -hmm. And, like, I haven't gained – as much weight as it looks like I have. Like, I think the bump just starts protruding, but it's full of air. It's just like your <laughs> uterus is like, what's up? I'm ready for action. It's Let's not get a baby. Big. It's air. And there's really nothing in it. It's just like getting large. And you're like, thanks, but like, it's too soon. Well, I wish I had the same experience as you, but man, every yeah. time I go to the doctor, I can't even look at the scale. I'm like, I don't want to know. <laughs> Well, anytime Vincent, Vincent, why did I just call him that? I never call him that. That is so proper. Um, (laughs) Anytime Vinny says he wants to go to the doctor with me, like I'm internally panicking because I don't know the way your doctor set up, but the the scale is like in the hallway of like, like it's right 
inside of the hallway from the waiting room. And so the, they like call your name and then you like stop at the scale and weigh yourself. And what like, the fuck? so yep. yeah. And so, <laughs> so the last time I went with Vinny, you know, he's in the waiting room with me. He gets up and we like walk and there's nowhere to hide like yeah. you know what I mean like there's nowhere for him I'm just like trying to hide my use my body to like hide the number on the scale because I'm like please but okay actually did y'all experience this when you gave birth in order to give you the right amount of epidural they have to put your weight on the board oh, I don't remember they did that, that for me okay so there's like a whiteboard in your room and it has some of your like stats and vitals and like they'll ask you if you're if your if your baby has a name and they'll write like welcoming Alice or something whatever but in order for the anesthesiologist to give you the correct amount of anesthesia and like epidural they wrote my weight on the whiteboard in the hospital room I don't remember I don't that remember that but I'm so I don't know sorry. it was traumatizing <laughs> <laughs> like thanks I know but I am no, really my afraid. scale is in the exam room, and the nurse is always like, Do you mind if I grab your weight? And I'm like, I mean, I don't what want if you I to, said yes. but, but sure. I mean, I guess this is the doctor, so like, you have to know. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. always like, Do you mind? Know. And I'm mine's, like, Yeah, mine's the same way, Candace. It's like you're at the fucking circuits, so it's like, Step right up, folks, see how much she weighs yeah. today. And it's like, Yeah, no, it's like you. out in the open. <laughs> Yeah. So anytime Vinny is like, do you want me to come to your appointment? I'm like, it's cool. I'm good. You don't have to come. It's I fine. Always tell you Chris don't need to, to like, be there. I tell Chris to turn around. Like, I'm that psycho about it. I think I would too, honestly. Like, next time we go, if he does come with me for my 20-week anatomy scan, I feel like I'm going to be like, look away, please. <laughs> I just don't want Andrew to well, I do want him to come for the anatomy scan, which like we can't find a babysitter right now. And I'm kind of sad because they have me doing my anatomy scan at 730 in the morning. Wow. Because oh. they're literally impossible to schedule. But anyways, the rest of the appointments, I'm like, I don't want him to know that nothing happens. Yeah. You know, well, I kind of want him to one. think yeah, it's yeah. an important part of my of my schedule because – it takes a while. You know, it's kind of like me time. Like mm -hmm. it's totally. annoying if you have like a bunch of stuff you want to get done. But oftentimes I'm like, I'm going to be sitting in that waiting room for a while. I'm going to bring my book. I'm going to be like alone for 60 to 90 minutes and literally nothing's going to happen. So I yeah. try and like keep or qualify it in my calendar as like me time. But like for Andrew, I'm like, oh, I got to go to the doctor. I have a yeah, doctor's yeah. appointment. You know, it's like really important. Mm -hmm. But if he knew that all that happened was I get weighed and then they're like, you're still pregnant. Good job. <laughs> then um, he would be like, why are you going all the time? And I'd be like, well, I have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. It, it's it is really important. Yeah. That is so fun. <laughs> I hope he does get to go. That's the fun one. So I know. I'm going to have to figure something out. It's like maybe we can bring TJ. But TJ is like literally a wind-up toy right now, like that never unwinds. I was thinking about going on to our IG, like I might have to do this soon and just be like, boy mom's out there. Like what's happening? <laughs> like do I need to be concerned? Like I feel like I'm getting to that place where I'm like, is he hyperactive? Like is this normal? I don't know. You can I can talk to me. 
because oh i know (laughs) well i know graydon's crazy so that and that honestly gives me serious peace of mind (laughs) because i mean you guys know i've been at the lake for two weeks it's just hard when you're not in your house but this child is like literally bouncing off the walls every minute he's awake it's like i I feel like i need an example because like sometimes like I definitely wouldn't say that Alice is hyper, but she's busy. So I'm like, is it the same or is it different? It's like, you know what I mean? He will not do more. He will not do one activity for more than 60 seconds. It's like, look at this for 60 seconds and then like run to the other side of the house and then try and like open cabinets for 60 seconds and then try and get up the stairs he's not supposed to go up the stairs and then he'll like scream because he can't get up the stairs and then he'll like run to a chair and climb up the chair and it's just Mm -hmm. like like imagine like a ping pong just like ping ponging around never never staying still for more than 60 seconds and I'm like I love his spirit and I do I do (laughs) but I'm like can you sit with a coloring book for like five minutes and like he can't he can't do anything for more than that pretty a minute much, or two. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Um, and it's just the Graydon will just scream and be like, ah, like it's just like non stop. And if you tell them no, great, this is gonna be fun. Knock down, drag out. He's gotten to where like I have this like large painting in my house, like in the kitchen area, and he knows not to touch it, but to piss me off, he'll go and bang on it, and I'm like, Graydon do you want to do you want to do this and we like stare at each other like okay yeah let's go I'm seeing because we have aunts and uncles around right now I'm seeing that thing that happens where they listen to other people and not to you does that does Graydon do that like uh Alice does Claire my sister-in-law will be like no TJ and he'll like stop what he's doing and he's like okay and I'm like no TJ and he's like I'm going to climb the stairs, Yeah, And I'm like, ah. They say, like, they push your the mom and dad's buttons because they're comfortable with you. So So I am excited that you both are having girls because Alice is definitely busy, but it is not like that. It's different. It's, it's, um, she's actually quite, like, right now she's very into her dolls and, like, it's almost like she likes jobs. She likes tasks and she has her, her little tykes car that I know is an outside toy, but honestly we use it more inside of the house than we do outside, but she likes to load her dollies and put them in her little car and she'll do all of this like quietly or she'll like quietly talk to them while she's loading them in the car. And then she'll, she'll close the door and it's almost like, okay, that task is done. And then she'll open up the door and she'll grab her dollies and she'll walk them back to the, to her little chair in her playroom and she'll put them there. And then she, it's like, she's busy, but she's Mm -hmm. not like chaotic or like, it's very, it's girl energy. It's like, we're busy and we're, focused and she's chatty but she's not like that you know I I am just so curious for the comparison on them both like that's what I keep telling Chris I'm like she's got to be calmer like there's no way that yeah there's two two of these gonna be in my house like yeah it makes me think about like I I yeah I'm 
feel like that's what's going to happen because every little girl that I know is more chill and the boys are a little more crazy. It's like the boys want to like physically conquer their, Mm -hmm. their space. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. TJ's just constantly like trying to get higher climb. Like (laughs) he just wants to like physically conquer his area and girls are more like task oriented, but it makes me remember like kindergarten and remember like, thinking the boys were insane because they would like they're so hyper be crazy and I was like that boy is insane and now I'm like that's gonna be TJ in school he's yeah. gonna be the like crazy kid who's like ah! and like spinning around in circles and the last yeah. two little girls we've interacted with one Graydon hit her with a stick like a tree limb <gasps> Oh, no. And she cried. And I was like, that's his way of saying hi. And then <laughs> the other girl, we he went likes to the birth- you. Yeah. We went to the birthday party and he just got in her face and just screamed. And she started crying. And I was like, I'm so, so- I don't know what to do about this. I'm like, I don't know. He's wild. I'm sorry. He's like, not at that age where I can teach him, like, no, like, don't do that. But yeah, we're trying. I mean, yeah. yeah that's why I want to get a taught like a behavioralist on here a behavioral psychologist Mm -hmm. which candace you probably know some of this from college but yeah um like when can they learn because right now i feel like there's all all i can do is like redirect and try and like distract him but i don't know if he's actually learning anything at this point I think I'm thinking it's between two and three is when you start. I don't know. I I feel like Alice, like Alice knows her colors now. I'll hold something up and she knows the color of it. And I, we've like worked, but it's not like he doesn't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I I mean, he's learning language. Like he can be like, that's a lamp and like, that's a thing. But like, teaching behavior, I feel like is a little more complex. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. Right now, my biggest tool is distraction. And like I said, Alice is very task oriented right now. So I'm having her just help with, (laughs) which sounds like I'm like, I'm putting her to work. But truly, I'm having her like, I'm like, I have to do the laundry. Let's load the laundry. And she loves to put clothes into a hamper and take them out of the hamper and help me like she'll I'll literally hand her her little plates when I'm unloading the dish, like stuff that can't be broken or isn't dangerous. I'll hand that to her and she'll carry it over to her little drawer. And she likes to like help with that stuff. And now that's just my go-to tap. My go-to thing is like, okay, what can I, even if I, if I need to distract her for five minutes, I will literally hand her whatever is around me. Like, like if I were sitting here, and I had this pencil case, I would be like, can you go take this to daddy? Go take it to daddy. And I would hand her this and she would go take it to daddy and would give me two minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, and then she'd bring it to daddy and Vinny would be like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> why do I need this? But I don't know. Like I, you're right. Like she's not necessarily learning behavior. It's just distraction. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can encourage good stuff. I feel like that's easier. Like when he's doing good stuff and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Like that's great. But then when you're telling them they're doing the wrong thing, that just feels so hard. Like it's so upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I still don't know like exactly when and how. 
you can start getting them to change their – I don't even want to call it bad behavior because it's like he's a toddler. Yeah, they're learning. Like, it's not like yeah. he's doing anything malicious at this point, but like hitting somebody isn't allowed. So like – yeah. Well, I was going to say the stuff about having her like help around the house is like what I've read is like the best thing you can do because kids love feeling like they're like part of the squad and like part of the team. Yeah. And if you give them purpose by being like, you're helping mommy do this, they're like, I'm amazing. I'm part of this team. So that's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. Yay. I also read, I think it was Freckled Foodie or whatever, I Cameron Oaks Rogers. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Uh, she's like a creator, um, podcaster, a mom. She's also expecting her second child, but I follow her. She's a great follow. And she talked about her son, I think is a little over two and, um, how they have started to include him in all of the house chores so that he doesn't grow up just thinking things magically happen and that things just mm-hmm. like get done without him doing them. So that was like very an an intentional choice from them to include him in household chores, like from as early as two. And so I like that too, because I don't want her to grow up thinking that like, (laughs) (laughs) this reminds me, I I was literally telling my mother-in-law this story of when we finally moved into the house together a sophomore year. And I came to you. And I was like, Candace, there's like a ring around my toilet. And you were like, well, have you cleaned it? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I had no idea yeah, I had Whitney- to clean my toilet. <laughs> yeah, Whitney had never cleaned oh. the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I had never cleaned a toilet in my life, which sounds so dumb. And like, hello, like, what do you expect? But like, freshman year, like you live in the dorm, I didn't have to do that. And then yeah. sophomore year, I literally was like, Candace. I think something's wrong with my toilet. Like there's a ring around it. It's gross. And she was like, bruh, you need to get a brush and get to scrubbing. And remember, I almost vomited. I yeah, was so she was like gagging. Out. I was like, girl, get it together. Oh my God. <laughs> Whitney, it's I so know. good. You're so sweet and have a great personality. Cause I would have been like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm sure Candace was. I'm sure she was like, this I, I'm not going to lie. There was definitely a, like a, oh wow like you really <laughs> were you grew up very privileged <laughs> that you never had to clean a toilet oh my but, god it's so embarrassing but yeah I'm like so we should oh. so you're gonna teach Graydon how to clean a toilet at like 11 12 something like oh, that right like at I least have to. he has okay. to know that that that's a thing because wow yeah I did not oh lord that is so funny <laughs> all right well I feel like our intro has not has does not have anything to do with our topic today, but that's okay. That's how this how this pod works and the and the host chat in the beginning. But today's episode, we are going to talk about friendships, specifically friendships with I feel like our pre baby friends, and maybe those friendships where you're in a different stage of life than your pre baby friends, your friends from college, or your like childhood friends. Um, and just navigating those friendships with those people who don't have kids. I want to say yeah. like one thing like that I feel like I've learned just because I still have a ton of friends that don't have kids. Some of them are from work, some are from college. Um, and I'm still very close with them. I just don't see them as much. Um, 
but I will say that I feel like when you're seeing their Instagram or I don't know, you're hearing their stories, they're still so on the go, they're traveling, they're still getting to do what you used to get to do. And it can feel Mm -hmm. so like, oh my God, I miss that so much. But maybe on the flip side, you started a family and they're like anxious, like, oh my God, I haven't even started a family yet. Like, I feel so behind. It's like, I feel like everyone just feels... It feels the same way. It's just in different motions of life. Yeah. Um, there's like two sides of the coin. Yeah. And society can just make you feel isolated. But really, we're all feeling the same thing. We're just in different stages, like you said. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's just the one part I tried to remember. Like when my friends come over that don't have kids and they're like, oh, my God, like your child's standing on a table. Like, is he going to bust his lip open or something? I'm like, ah, that's normal and I'm like I get a little embarrassed because they're not used to how wild yeah. like a kid can be or like crying and they're like they feel like they're overstepping like a boundary like oh should we leave and I'm like no please don't leave like and it makes me feel bad that they're not right. used to it so it's just like I want this episode to be if anyone's out there listening that doesn't have kids and maybe planning like maybe we can get a better understanding of how to make each other feel more comfortable being around Mm -hmm. each other now (laughs) yeah well I was just gonna say I think that there are so many layers to this in that depending on the person there are so many like facets of that person that will that will dictate how they react to you having kids or to being around kids in general like did they grow grow up with little brothers or sisters did they do they have lots of interaction with children currently like um or, or even just like which phase of their life are they in? Like, are they in a serious relationship that maybe they're like close to being here and they're like longing for engagement or whatever? Or maybe they're like single, living it up, traveling to Ibiza and like going to Yacht Week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, all of those people are going to react differently and also approach friendship a lot differently. Like something that is really meaningful to one person may not be meaningful to another friend. Do you know what I mean? Depending on where they're at. And also us as moms, like something that could really like fill our cup as a friend, like maybe hard for that, for some of our friends to understand, you know what I mean? For sure. I think like something we talk about a lot in our community is just like friendship, feeling alone, like feeling on an island and I think like whether you have kids or not like when you're in your early 30s everybody is kind of in this stage of life where it's like okay our 20s are over like we're becoming adults and people are like dropping in and out of our lives we're switching jobs we're moving we're getting in Mm -hmm. marriages we're having kids it's just like I feel like it's really a time of flux like our parents are getting older. There's just like a lot of shit happening in your early yeah. 30s. And I think whether you have kids or not, I think Whitney, you said this, everyone feel can feel very alone in this mm-hmm. phase of life because mm-hmm. if you're having kids, you have friends who aren't. And if you aren't having kids, a lot of your good friends are like entering marriage and kid land and like suburbia. So it's like my friendships – are different now than they used to be. But I also feel like hopefully 
in your early 30s, you're becoming a little bit more like self-aware, less judgmental, like Mm -hmm. open to different types of conversations when you're in your 20s and you're just like, if you're not going out to like the same clubs that I want to go to or you're not like on the same social calendar as me, like we're not friends. Obviously, that makes it easier. But I think we're at least the three of us I know we all want like a little bit more from our friendships right now. So it's really just a matter of like asking the right questions, putting in work like you would in any relationship Mm -hmm. and like trying to understand what your friend wants out of life. And hopefully they're trying to understand that from your end as well. And it may not be the same, but if you care about each other, you just really want to know, like regardless of what their goals are. Yeah. Does that make sense? You touched on, yeah, you touched on two really important parts there, I think. And one of that is about like effort and putting in effort and also accepting other people's effort. And specifically that second part, I think for me has been something I have, I need to work on a little bit is like, there are friends of mine who I'll think, damn, I haven't seen them in a while and they haven't reached out or maybe they have reached out a couple times, but like it hasn't worked for my schedule and like, I have to reciprocate that effort and just acknowledging that like, Hey, I know you've reached out twice. I'm so sorry. My, my child just had hand, foot and mouth or like whatever. Mm -hmm. And being like, can we plan a little bit further ahead that then maybe because I I feel like a lot of my friends who don't have kids, they'll be like, what are you doing next week? And I'm like, girl, my next week is too soon. Like, I, like I need a month and a half from now so I can get it on the calendar and I can mentally prepare. Like that sounds stupid, but it's true. And I think it's just, and the other thing you mentioned that is what I'm moving into here is just about communication. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it took me a while after having Alice to understand that my communication with my friends is going to look a little bit different. And that that is fine. It's fine if it looks different, but I think it takes like acknowledging with friends that like, Hey, my, the way I communicate is different. Like maybe I cannot text you all day, every day anymore, but maybe a once a week FaceTime while I do the laundry is like easier or better for me. And it's just about communicating what works for you. And if they're a good friend and if, they want to keep that relationship, which I'm sure they do. Like they're going to work with you. And then there'll be also times where like, you want to visit their land. Do you want to visit single land? Do you want to visit their city? Do you know what I mean? And like, yes, it's nice. It's nice to go there sometimes. Yes. It's hard for me to plan that. I feel like I'm meant to be at home. And sometimes it's hard for me to reach out and be like, Hey, do you want to just go to dinner me and you? Because then it's, making effort like I'm having to schedule like or make sure Chris is home or get a babysitter to go and Mm -hmm. do that when it's like sometimes I'll just wait for a birthday or and I'm like oh I have to go it's a birthday instead of being proactive and being like do you want to get dinner next week or this or that like Mm -hmm. I feel like I could definitely be better at doing that Mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's hard when you have kids like I feel like I've been really lucky this summer that I've been able to like leave town twice and Andrew stayed home with TJ, God love him. And I've been able to like dip back into my single girl times and like see my old work friends from my two like major work companies that I was at. And it was so fun. And like having 
they weren't long trips, but having that like dedicated touch point is mm-hmm. so important because now it's like the follow-up is easier and we're like holding on to that really positive like in-person interaction that we had. But what yeah. I was going to say, Candace, about like communication being different, I've tried now to like just do like a drop-in phone call. People don't want to talk mm-hmm. on the phone anymore. It's, it's like you have to like I text do. me like, hey, is now a good time to talk? And then it's like, well, people don't text back. People don't read their phones. So the like closest friendships that I have – well, yeah, period. Even if you live in the same like town as somebody, if you can just call somebody like off the calendar and there's like mm-hmm. no pressure about that conversation and you can just like catch up while you do stuff, multitask, that's like so supreme. I, I mean, and I don't Truly. have that many friendships that are like that, but like my friend Sarah, I was telling her the other day because we just like call each other like every few days and are just like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> kind of like you did when you were in college and you would mm-hmm. like yeah. Skype people. I was like, I just want to tell you, like, I really appreciate that we can just call each other mm-hmm. without any expectation about what that phone call is going to be like. And it can like it can be a great three minute conversation or we can like be doing the dishes together for 45 minutes. It's like that's how we keep in touch. And that's what works for mm-hmm. us. I yeah. only have like two friends that do that. One of them being Candace. <laughs> But now that I talk to Candace so much, I feel like we don't talk on the phone, but like I literally talk to you all day, every day, both of y'all all day, every day. Yeah. But then, yeah. And then one of my friends in Rhode Island, she'll randomly call me and it's like, I actually look like love it. I'm like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, me too. Yes. We're about to like dive into what's been going on. And I mean, I should be better about that too. I just, I'm not. Yeah. I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) No. Well, that's, it's funny that you say that because literally I think one of my biggest realizations, and maybe I touched on this already. I feel like I already can't remember, but one of my biggest realizations is that like, I feel like I, the effort, like, like I'm the problem. Like I need to put in more effort or I need to communicate better or I need Like it's not, I feel like when you're in the depths of motherhood, especially in the newborn phase, especially in like the first six months after having a baby, you're in this like selfish bubble, or at least I was, it's like, all I care about is my baby is me like feeling semi-normal. And it's like, I I felt like I got into this phase of like, my friends aren't meeting my needs. Like I, here's where I'm at. I like, I can't, do you know what I mean? Like I, I yes. felt like I was in this, but once I came out of that fog, I realized like, oh no, like I'm there. Friendship is a two way street and yeah. I'm not doing what I need to do to keep these friendships going too. And it it's so hard in motherhood to look outside of your like momhood bubble. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, I, I think it's funny because Vinny and I just talked about this. We talked about each of us. We feel like it's important for our mental health and our, and our, even our relationship to have at least one like girls trip or guys trip a year. Like Vinny's has, Vinny has something coming up where he like wants to go on this like fantasy football draft weekend, like whatever. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) Go like go. We're about to have another baby. 
and, you know, I was able to go to New York this year and that was kind of like a girl's trip. Like, I feel like it's so important, maybe even twice a year to just like get out and like have that time with friends and that in-person touch point, like you talked about Shannon, like that will really anchor the rest of (laughs) the year. Truthfully. Yeah. 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 It's so important. And also like we've alluded to this, but it's so fun to like remember who you were before having a kid. Yeah. And that's what like, I was gonna say. Best when you hang out with your pre. Hanging out with your pre mom yeah. friends. Like yeah. something I love about friendship is like there are certain friends and you guys, I have this with you, like all of my close friends, there's like a like layer of me that they bring out that's really like I need them to bring it out. That's what I was yeah, going to yeah. say. Totally. I like and the person totally. I am yeah. with, with them still. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I literally am thinking of all of them and I, I feel so lucky that we're all still really close. Like, yeah, we might not talk all the time, but you know, those friends that you don't have to talk all the time and boom, you're right back to where you were before. Totally. But I just feel like I'm so grateful I like, for those friendships. I like the version of me I am with them. Um, yes they they still make me laugh we still have so much fun like some of them are still like yeah let's day drink instead of going out and I'm like thank you god that is my language (laughs) oh my god I am a day drink queen I want to be in bed by nine yeah like at least we're all we're at least we're all 30 and we're all feeling it so we all have that yeah that's true Um, yeah but it's so important the other thing yeah the other thing I was going to touch on or just ask you guys like is the layer of pregnancy, because I feel like that does add a whole nother layer of like what's possible as far as like meeting up with friends. Like I feel like when I'm not pregnant and I'm like, okay, let's do a girl's dinner and we'll like go and have wine. And like, that's not really on the table, obviously when we're pregnant. So I do feel like that adds another blockage layer. (laughs) It has for me. I feel yeah. like I especially towards the end. Well, yeah. I mean, I I wasn't <laughs> reaching out as much or want to do as much. Like I have friends that'll want to come over after they're done with work, which is like the worst time of day honestly for me, but yeah. I'm so desperate for like interaction with someone that I love and want to see. I I usually I'm like, "Okay, come over, but be ready like it's a war zone at after 5." Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, but, and I used to not care at all because we would have wine and like, it just like chilled me out. And now mm-hmm. that I can't, I'm like, can you come in the morning when he's happy? <laughs> like, I want you to see my child when they're like at their best, you know? Yeah. And, um, that part's a little hard when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is There's easier also- this time though. Um, last time. Yeah. Everyone was still like party mode. Chris was still party mode cause we didn't have a kid yet. And I remember like every weekend we were doing something and I was like, this is miserable. But now that we already have a child, we're already in like baby mode. It's like, thank God. Like you already have a ball and chain. (laughs) You're like, you really can't get that. I'm like, you are, you are a real one for this, my guy. Like, thank you so (laughs) much. Um, But yeah, I'd say this time has been easier, but yeah, I think I've isolated myself just because. I'm too tired. (laughs) That's okay. I mean, like, that's like where it goes back to what Candace said about communication. Like, 
mm-hmm. two things like letting people know like look I'm pregnant like even if you don't have a kid you kind of know that that's a like weird time of life mm-hmm. you're like yeah. I'm just not gonna be around for a while like FaceTime me whatever I'm going through something everyone goes through stuff and if they're a good friend they'll understand um second mm-hmm. is oh like communicating positively. I think I was listening to the Happiness Project podcast and um, they were doing an episode about plutonic relationships and how like it's hard for us to share our positive feelings with our plutonic Mm -hmm. friends. Even though like with our husbands, we're like, okay, I need to make sure I check in and like tell them how much I appreciate them. And you're like kind of always like in sync with them. Obviously you live with them and your life is intertwined. But they were saying with plutonic friendships, it's equally as important to be like specific and call out like why you love them and make sure you mm-hmm. tell them you love them and communicate those positive feelings. And I feel like I forget to do that. But whenever I do, like my friend um, Corinne popped into my mind because I was watching Daisy Jones and the Six. I finally finished I have it. never so seen good. it. I need to. My, I need my to sister's watch. like obsessed. Her and I, well, I know. Same, I see like it. schedule. But just like little stuff. I was like, I Corinne, like you have the coolest clothes and fashion, and like such a like fun vibe about you. And like I've been watching this show, and it reminds me of you. And like I haven't talked to Corinne in a few weeks, but just like letting her know that like I watched something and it made me like think of her in a positive oh, yeah. way, and like made me miss her. I feel like we had like a nice little interaction because of it. And I feel like sprinkling those little things in and just like w- if yeah. someone pops into your brain, just like let them know, you know, that how nice would so it be true. to receive that note? My best friend You're Elena. inspiring me right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to call Island, someone today. Yeah. Uh, my best friend <laughs> Elena said, always said like, if you are feeling something, say it. If it's mm-hmm. going to make that person's day, if you just want to like, talk to them just do it like don't even think twice about it like I don't know it was always so they were very positive energy I just I love, love them, them. <laughs> yes to death um but I always try and remember that and I feel like just it's a good way to live your life for sure it's funny because I I feel like I live that in person I know I love I mean, who doesn't love a compliment, <laughs> but like if I'm out and about and even like, oh my, if, if someone's like, oh my God, I love your nails or your hair looks great. Or I love your, your eyes look like honey. Oh, thank you. Whit. <laughs> um, she said that to me before we started recording. It was very sweet. Um, oh. and so I know that that, that can change my day. So if I ever see someone and I see, I like something like about them, I will just say it because yeah, that's never going to be received poorly but I think you're right Shannon like I feel like I could do that more with my friends that would just let them know like hey I'm thinking about you and I miss you and like you know let's all do that today let's send a text to somebody and make one of our friends that doesn't have kids yeah Yeah. I think that's a good idea and you know you always see if you ever see those lists like, I don't know, I get served a lot of this content on TikTok and Instagram. It's like, here are five things that will make your day better or feel, make you feel better. And like always like reaching out to someone you haven't talked to in a while and just sending them a quick text or a quick call is always on those lists. And it is there for a reason. Like it always does make you feel better. 
So like, why is it hard though? You know, like know. why, why is it hard? It's because I guess life we're, is like we're busy grinding. And crazy. We're grinding. Yeah, we're grinding. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we out here grinding. The other yeah. thing I was going to say, I feel like we're kind of <laughs> off this topic now, but I'm going to bring it back for two seconds to talk about pregnancy and like going out with friends when you're pregnant. The other layer to this that like truly does actually hinder me is, which sounds so freaking stupid, but it's like, what am I going to wear? Like I, I have nothing oh. cute to wear. I know I'm not going to look cute. I feel uncomfortable in my body. Like I don't really want to go to a restaurant and look uncomfortable and feel uncomfortable when like you're going to show up in a cute ass outfit and look like the hottest you've ever looked like my friends who don't have babies. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, God, I feel like, I feel like Shrek sitting at this table right now, you know? (laughs) Yes. I mean, that'll keep me going out when I'm not pregnant. Like when you're on your period and you're like, I don't want to do my hair. Like there's nothing I could do that would make this situation. Okay. To be in public. Yeah. That's a hard one. I have three dresses on rotation right now and I had to go to the office like two weeks in a row and I'm like, I'm going to be re-wearing what I just wore. Like, hey, everybody, (laughs) like, sorry. (laughs) Uh, But I only have like one dress that I feel good in. Like, y'all are probably going to see it after I give birth because I'm just going to be wearing it for like days and days and days. But I actually just... Yeah. Someone in my mom group was like, old Navy's having a huge sale. I'm like, I got to go this weekend. I got to go. I got to get some like easy cotton dresses that I can just like throw on. Yeah. Because let me tell y'all, this bump is growing at a record, (laughs) record weight, weight, record rate. Well, and wait, I've been at the lake for two weeks. So I have been wearing the same clothes for two weeks. I like I've, I've grown out of my pants in the past I need to get home and get to Amazon deliveries again because I have no pants. That's so funny. I have no pants. Yeah, we have. uh, Yeah, we have. um, Alice is going to Paw Patrol Live with Gigi and Doc on Saturday. Um, So I have the whole day for like taking her. Yeah, they're taking her to lunch and taking her to Paw Patrol Live and keeping her the whole day. So I have all day Saturday. And Vinny and I were talking about what we want to do. He ended up getting invited to go scalloping. So he is going scalloping. Well, that's cool. I know. Uh, But. I'm going to bring home um, some scallops. He is. So freaking good. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, one of the things that was on my list is to go get the maternity clothes been out of our storage unit because it's time it is, it time. is time it's time speaking time. of tiktok sounds <laughs> that always time. reminds me of rafiki from lion king it is time. yeah always <laughs> always, sound, always. Isn't it? is it i watch that movie it. so much i don't even know i just feel like it's a part of my vocabulary at this point yeah uh, well, I feel like this conversation is some some or is a topic that we will revisit again, probably. If you are a listener who doesn't have a kid, I know there's probably not that many of them, but if you are a listener who doesn't have a kid, I would we would love to hear from you. Send us a DM or, you know, shoot us a message and just let us know something that like you've learned from your side of the coin of like dealing with friendships with friends who do have kids or navigating that. Um, or even if you are a mom and you have like experienced a friendship that like 
something you've done to help navigate those, we'd love to hear it. We love to hear from all of you guys, whether that's in a Facebook group or sending us a message, uh, which by the way, the Facebook group is popping off. It so if you haven't joined it, <laughs> it's popping off. It has been um, such a resource for me. I've been like, if I ask one thing, people are like jumping on him. I'm, I'm buying everything. Everyone's suggesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. This is so helpful. Love it. It's really fun. We leave for, we leave for our beach trip in exactly a month. So I'm starting to get into like, we've never really, we've been to the beach with Alice, but just for like a couple hours, we're going to be at the beach for a whole just week. Kidding. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I'm about to blow up that Facebook group with like all sorts of things that I need or I'm curious about. So meet me in there. If you need advice, ask me and Shannon. <laughs> I will for sure. Obviously always. Um, this is really good. I feel like we should do a challenge where it's like text three friends stuff you love about them. That's a great idea. I'm going to tell them how much I appreciate them because I really do and that I want to see them. Well, I'm really glad I get to see you guys every week at least. Uh, Highlight of my week, truly. We love our babies and we love our friends. We love our lives. lives. (laughs) Rainbows, butterflies, all the good things. (laughs) Friendship. Yeah, yeah, sisterhood. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And don't forget, the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right. Got to go. My toddler just put something in her mouth.